We know, of course, that the reading of the Passion is always the doorway into Holy Week. But I'd like to suggest that, in some ways, the most important reading, or at least every bit as important as the Passion that we hear today, is that second reading. That second reading from Paul's letter to the Philippians is the doorway into the Passion itself. Because what that second reading celebrates is the fact that for no other reason than as an act of love, God, the eternal God, the all-powerful God, the all-knowing God, our God, chose very deliberately to take on all the frailty that you and I have, except, of course, for sin. And that hymn that Paul quotes celebrates that fact. He didn't have to do it. But surely out of an act of love, he chose to take on our weakness. And in doing that, what he's really taking on is the opportunity for humility. Not a forced humility. He could fight against his weaknesses like I often do and maybe you do as well. But he gave himself, God gave himself the opportunity to embrace humility. And it's humility that allows him all the way at the end of the gospel to be there in the garden and to speak with great honesty to his father. Father, my desire here doesn't seem to be your will, but I can receive what you wish for me because I've learned to receive from you over the course of my entire human life. That's how we learn to be receptive to God's love. It takes a humbled heart, not a heart that's a doormat and just kind of accepts anything because it has to, And we know this in our human relationships. What allows us to receive the love of another person, a spouse or a child or a parent or a dear friend, is precisely the fact that we've learned over time to receive from them in humility. And that means that in the face of a struggle or the face of embarrassment or the face of those times when we just as soon not be vulnerable and show what's in our hearts, We resist the temptation to say, I'm going to play to my strengths. I'm going to cover that up. I'm going to suppress it as deeply as I can. Think of the extraordinary opportunity Jesus had in the Garden of Gethsemane. If he'd wanted to, he could have gotten up and just walked away and left it all quietly behind. And my point is simply that at the very beginning, at the very beginning, before the angel Gabriel came to Mary, What he chose to do, what God chose to do, was put himself in a situation where he had to be humble. It's impossible to be human without accepting a certain degree of humility. So just a little encouragement as we move into Holy Week. If you want this to be something that draws you into the whole dynamic we celebrate here, and not simply kind of waiting for Easter Sunday and we know what that looks like, and just reflecting about what Jesus did. If we want it to actually work for us, if I can put it that way, ask yourself, what's the opportunity you have this very week to insert yourself into a situation where you'll have to be humble or you'll have to run away? We always have the freedom. And maybe that means stirring up a relationship that we've kind of left on the back burner for months or years. Maybe that means looking down into our own hearts and saying, this is the time I want to face that thing that I've been uncomfortably avoiding for maybe months or years. To insert ourselves into a situation, maybe at work, maybe in our families, 
maybe in the mirror in front of us, that says, okay, this is who I am and I'm coming out into the light and I'm going to have to trust that you will receive me with all the love with which the Father received Jesus that night in the garden. There's no other key that unlocks the door to Holy Week than the embrace of those opportunities we have in our life to humbly go before God and simply say, this is who I am. And that's why when Jesus is on the cross and he says, into your hands I commend my spirit, even though if he truly is like us in all things but sin, he hasn't used his superpowers to read the future, it truly is an act of trust and an act of love and the purest form of humility we ever see in his life. And while you and I won't do that as perfectly, we do have the opportunity somewhere in our life to embrace that same offer. Where, as we sit here on Sunday morning in the snow, where for you or for I is the greatest invitation to embrace a humility this week? If we're able to do it, I promise you, when we gather again next Sunday morning, it will truly be a transformative day.